Welcome, everyone. In today's episode of GeoRumor, we're diving deep into the latest buzz surrounding three captivating topics. First up, we'll explore the intricacies of Real Madrid's transfer scene, shedding light on the challenges facing their defense and the meteoric rise of Miguel Gutierrez Ortega. Then, we'll journey through the bustling streets of Madrid and onto the electrifying pitches of La Liga as we uncover the latest updates on Miguel Gutierrez and Jan Kuto, two rising stars being eyed by Real Madrid for potential summer moves. But that's not all. We'll also be delving into the realm of European politics, where Germany's Chancellor Olaf Scholz and France's President Emmanuel Macron are showcasing strong leadership, emphasizing Europe's dire need for unity and defense readiness amidst escalating tensions with Russia. And finally, we'll strap in for a wild ride through the highs and lows of Lyft's recent earnings roller coaster. From the demands for fair pay by drivers to the groundbreaking initiative for safety and inclusivity, we'll dissect every twist and turn of this financial saga. So, buckle up and get ready to explore these gripping stories with us on GeoRumor. Real Madrid, known for their brilliant options in the forward line and midfield department, are facing challenges in their back line with key defenders aging and departures expected in the summer. Right back has emerged as a position needing reinforcement, especially with Danny Carvajal aging and Lucas Vazquez's uncertain future. Real Madrid has been scouting various options, including Jan Kudo, currently impressing on loan at Girona. However, Kudo's recent performance against Real Madrid has raised doubts among the club's leadership. Despite his standout season, he struggled to contain Vinicius Jr., sparking concerns about his suitability for the team. While it's essential to consider Kudo's young age and potential, Real Madrid must weigh his performance against top-tier opponents like Vinicius. The decision to pursue Kudo remains uncertain, highlighting the complexities of football transfers. Jan Kudo, the talented right-back currently on loan from Manchester City to La Liga club Girona, has been making waves in the football world with his impressive performances. Let's take a closer look at Kudo's journey from his early days in Brazil to his current status as a rising star in European football. Born on June 3, 2002 in Curitiba, Brazil, Kudo began his football career in the youth setup of Curitiba before catching the eye of scouts worldwide. In 2020, Kudo made the move to Manchester City, signing a five-year contract with the Premier League Giants. Since then, he has been honing his skills on loan spells at Girona and Braga. Kudo's versatility and defensive prowess have earned him international recognition, representing Brazil at both the youth and senior levels. As we analyze Kudo's career statistics and achievements, one thing is clear. This young talent has a bright future ahead in the world of football. According to reports, Manchester City could be open to the idea of letting Kudo leave in the upcoming transfer window. With his contract nearing its end and uncertainty surrounding his role in the team, a move could be on the horizon. As Kudo prepares to bid farewell to Girona at the end of his loan spell, speculation mounts about potential suitors vying for his signature. Despite defensive vulnerabilities, his attacking prowess makes him an attractive prospect for many clubs. As Carlo Ancelotti's Real Madrid gears up to face Girona in a crucial showdown at the Santiago Bernabeu, all eyes are on two standout stars who could potentially make their mark on the Spanish capital. Let's explore the details of this exciting matchup and the possible summer moves that could reshape the landscape of European football. 
Real Madrid's pursuit of victory in Saturday's clash isn't just about securing points in the title race. It's also an opportunity for the club's hierarchy to scout Miguel Gutierrez and Jan Couto up close. With plans to bolster their defensive lineup, Real Madrid eyes Gutierrez as a potential replacement for Ferland Mendy. Meanwhile, Couto emerges as a viable option to reinforce the right-back position, as Danny Carvajal's career enters its twilight years. According to Estonia's Foreign Intelligence Service, Russia is gearing up for a potential military confrontation with the West in the coming decade. This assessment is based on Russia's plans to double its forces along the border with NATO members, including Finland and the Baltic states. In response to the growing threat, NATO allies are taking action. Germany plans to deploy 4,800 combat-ready troops in the region by 2027, marking its first permanent foreign deployment since World War II. Estonia and its Baltic neighbors have also increased military spending to over 2% of their GDPs. Despite the tensions, Estonia's intelligence chief, Kaupo Rosin, believes a Russian military attack in the short term is highly unlikely. However, he warns that without adequate preparation, the risk increases. Rosin also highlights the ongoing conflict in Ukraine, where Russia's ammunition supply continues to outweigh Ukraine's. Despite the escalating security threats, European defense spending lags behind Asia's, with a notable lack of urgency, according to the International Institute for Strategic Studies, IISS. While European defense budgets grew by 4.5% in 2023, they still fall short of the necessary levels. European defense officials warn of the looming threat of a Russian attack on NATO countries within the next three to five years. Former U.S. President Donald Trump's recent remarks on defense spending have further fueled concerns, underlining the need for immediate action. Despite increased spending, European defense still faces significant challenges, with some glaring gaps in capabilities. While NATO members have boosted equipment procurement, progress in defense production, especially of ammunition, remains slow. Amid mounting concerns over security threats, Poland, France, and Germany have pledged to bolster Europe's defense capabilities. The recent diplomatic efforts come in response to escalating tensions with Russia and remarks made by former U.S. President Donald Trump. Leaders from the three nations emphasize the need for Europe to stand united in the face of external threats. German Chancellor Olaf Scholz condemned Trump's comments, reaffirming NATO's commitment to collective defense. Efforts to strengthen Europe's defense include increasing military spending, ramping up weapons production, and investing in air defense capabilities. French President Emmanuel Macron highlighted the importance of Europe becoming a security and defense power in its own right. In response to remarks made by former U.S. President Donald Trump that rattled Europe, leaders across the continent are calling for greater unity and cooperation in defense. Trump's statements, suggesting a conditional commitment to NATO, have sparked concerns and prompted swift reactions. During his visit to Paris, Polish Prime Minister Donald Tusk emphasized the importance of unity within the EU and the transatlantic alliance. Tusk's remarks, echoing all for one and one for all, underscored the need for collective defense in the face of external threats. European leaders are not just issuing statements, they're taking concrete actions to bolster defense capabilities. Macron and Schultz discussed deepening defense ties, while efforts to increase arms production for Ukraine are underway.
Lyft, the popular ride-sharing company, made headlines today with a roller coaster of events following its earnings release. Initially, Lyft shares surged in after-hours trading, fueled by better-than-expected earnings and optimistic guidance. However, the joy was short-lived as the stock took a nosedive after the company's CFO revealed a significant error in the earnings report. Here's the scoop. Lyft reported adjusted earnings per share of $0.18, cents, surpassing analyst expectations of $0.08. Cents. Revenue matched estimates at $1.22 billion. And here's the kicker. The company's finance chief, Aaron Brewer, admitted during the earnings call that there was a major misstatement in the press release regarding margin expansion. Instead of the initially reported 500 basis points of growth for 2024, the actual increase will be a mere 50 basis points. That's just 0.5%, folks. Talk about a correction. The stock, which initially soared more than 60%, swiftly plummeted, resulting in a market cap decline of over $2 billion. Ouch. Despite the setback, Lyft remains optimistic, projecting gross bookings for the first quarter to exceed analysts' estimates and anticipating positive free cash flow for the full year. CEO David Risher highlighted the company's achievements, including reaching a record number of annual riders and a significant increase in rides and active riders. This Valentine's Day, love may not be the only thing in the air. Thousands of drivers for ride-sharing giants, Uber, Lyft, and food delivery app, DoorDash are gearing up to strike across the United States, demanding fair pay. The drivers who are considered independent contractors are taking a stand against what they see as disproportionately high commissions taken by the platforms. This protest comes hot on the heels of Lyft's recent announcement of guaranteed weekly earnings for drivers, a move aimed at attracting more drivers to its platform. However, drivers like Jonathan Cruz from Miami, a part of the Justice for App Workers Coalition, argue that more needs to be done to ensure fair compensation. Uber CEO Dara Khosrow-Shahi maintains that only a minority of drivers participate in such strikes, with minimal impact on business. But drivers like Nicole Moore, president of the California-based Rideshare Drivers United Union, highlight the significant decrease in earnings they've experienced. Data from Gridwise shows a concerning trend, with Uber drivers' monthly average gross earnings dropping by 17.1% in 2023, while those of Lyft drivers saw a modest increase of 2.5%. Shantuan Humphrey, a driver from Dallas, Texas, emphasizes the struggle to make ends meet, stressing the importance of fair compensation. DoorDash, however, has remained tight-lipped on the matter, declining to comment at this time. Before we wrap up, a quick legal note. GeoRumor provides news updates. It does not offer professional advice. Consult with your licensed professional for personalized advice. That's all for today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe to GeoRumor. Share it with your network. We bring you the latest on world affairs. It includes the United States, Israel, North Korea, and everything in between. Stay informed, stay connected. I'm Olivia Smith, signing off. Keep the global conversation alive.